0: Ready. It's a love affair. Can't be scared when down. Got a problem, tell me Son. now. Only thing that's on my mind. This
2: town
3: Hey, welcome to the Kwamulas of Sports Sometime. Rich McCann from the ATL. We got Samaj Kadir up in LA out there doing it. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. We might have a, a studio guest. Uh some guy wanna breaks into the break into this business. Yeah, bring him in, turn on mic 3 on. Hey, morning, hey, fellas. good. Good morning, everybody. How's everybody doing? What's good, good? Good. I'm good. I'm
0: good. I want to give a special, a special good morning to Coach Rich for his team reigning supreme against the Grizzlies. Yes, sir.
4: Thank that's you. Appreciate that,
3: love. I want to give you
0: that special good morning.
3: That's uh, That's what y'all that. played with the Grizzlies. Yeah, we beat
4: Fairbanks on Saturday. Uh, they were eight and three coming in with an eight game win streak, and we snapped that win streak. So, you know, we finally played sixty minutes of good football. We started off down fourteen nothing.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: 14 again,
4: And kept rolling and um, shut down yeah, the second and
3: killed half. Them. That's right. So what was, what was
4: the final
3: score again? 37-28. 37-28. So you see how good your team could have been, man. So you had to. You,
4: you know, like I said, I, did, I told them that, that night, I said, guys, I don't understand why we didn't play like this all year. Mm-hmm. But you know what? We had to make some changes, brought some um, <clears throat> some other guys in there that understand and have the desire to make plays, um, and got rid of the guys who didn't have the desire to make plays, got rid of those guys. So. No, we're on the upswing. Upswing, we're looking for some quality things um, next season. So we're building for next year. So we're in a good situation. So let me, as me ask organization, you this: As a team, we're happy.
3: Let me ask you this: How long is your contract? Is it, was it uh, come in and get it done? Because this is the first. You said it's a first year team, right?
4: Yeah, it's a first year organization. I got a one year contract this year, but after this year, I will probably get it. We're talking about a two or three year extension. So
3: one year. What was the one year about? Just to see what it's going to look like.
4: Just for the first year, you know, you don't want to get you know one year, and then after this year, see what we can do, and then you know after the season then you build on the next couple of years. So we're in the process now of negotiating a lot of contracts, hopefully.
3: And it guarantees we, you have the same, some of those uh, same guys back?
4: Um. Well, the, my guarantees are the ones I'm the one that recruit them and the one that signs them. So uh, am I going to keep some of them? Yeah. Am I going to get rid of a lot of them? Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, Ken. Totally. What Ken? What's up, Ken? <laughs> Ken, you told
4: that to him a couple weeks you know, ain't no love lost. Him. You gotta go. You gotta go. So
3: well, you gotta right. you gotta clean house, man. Sometimes you gotta get rid of some of the uh, some of your better players. That's uh, you know, that take players off, so those other guys know uh, what this is about. If you got a passion for it, you got to go ahead and go all in on it. If you don't, mm-hmm. then go do something else. Exactly. And you get rid of those guys. If everybody else will fall in suit.
4: Exactly, and that's what we're that's what we're trying to do as an organization.
3: Ken, Ken, what's going ones ones, on, don't man?
4: to be here who can, ain't just to wear a jersey? Yeah. The ones who are here just to want to, to, to win games and be successful. They want
0: to play, right. Exactly. Well,
3: you know, Ken, Ken asked you that uh, part of what was it, about two weeks ago. Uh, most of those guys are uh, front runners, like to hear themselves talk, or do they want to wear, wear those jerseys so they can be with the, uh, what's the name of y'all, cheerleaders group? Precious Metals. Precious Metals. (laughs) Precious Metals. That's corny.
5: Yeah. they want to run out with (laughs) the cheerleaders instead of working on the game at hand.
4: Still hunting. No, it's not really... I'm not going to sit there and say run around on on cheerleaders. What they've been doing is then other people fill their heads up with nonsense and you know they don't want to win games. And again, it's all about getting these Ws.
3: Yeah. Oh, definitely, man.
4: Definitely.
0: Coach, you said that this was one of one of uh, your most exciting games. Is that because y'all won, or you know, is or was it just because of the momentum?
4: It was a fashion how we won it. You know, we started off okay. 14 down 14 nothing. We fought back at halftime. It was 28 21. Right. Second half, we came out. And we scored again. Uh, we had two picks for touchdowns. The final pick, at 0.7 seconds left on the clock in the fourth quarter. Uh, my, my, my running my um, DB Roshan Marshall stepped in front right. of the ball and took it to the house and won the game for us. For capped the game off.
0: Momentum um, was on fire.
4: Yeah. Um, you know, and the, the thing about it is, you know, we, we scored with some minutes, minutes and change left in the clock, or maybe a little bit less than that, um, and went up by three. So it was, it was you know, it was uh, 31-28. So we had the game. We thought we won the game. And, you know, we, our defense came out, and, and special teams didn't help us none. They let them get, a, get past the 20-yard line.
3: Somebody making a lot of noise with their phone.
4: Um, and then what we did was after we did that um, defense stepped up and they got on the four yard line, I think it was four or five yard line and instead of, you know, running the ball they, or trying to get, just playing for the tie they went for the coup de gras and it backfired, so that's a blessing.
3: Well that's a
0: good well, I'm thing. Right? I'm glad you was proud of your
4: team. Yeah, very yeah. proud of them. It's probably how we fought back from a 14 down from down 14-0 deficit. Last week we were out 18 nothing against Richmond and came back and won that game. The thing is we're fighting now and you know I told my guys, I said, you know what Let's make sure that first thing first, let's be a spoiler to everybody else. Since we already spoiled our own playoff hopes, let's spoil everybody else's now.
3: Well, I think they're learning how to see. they playing with a different uh, level of confidence now. They don't have anything to play for, so they're just going out there and, and playing naturally. They're not tensed up. Uh, at the same time, I think they're learning how to win now. They're learning how to come from behind. 14 down, 18 down, game's not over. All goodbyes are not gone, so they're finding a way of winning football games now, uh. Um, Letting some of those guys go, and these guys playing uh, loose, don't have any tension and stress on them now. Uh, you guys are out of the playoffs. So this is the way you should play all the time.
4: Well, you know, and that's a plus. That's a thing, Qualm, is the fact of, you know, we had opportunity to, to really put people out of the way earlier. You know, there's a team that's in our vision that's winning our division who, you know, I can't stand and they can't stand me, and I really could care less. Um, they, um, you know, are not – they haven't, haven't been a team with a winning record. Yeah, all season long, mm-hmm. but yeah, they beat us four times.
3: Okay, Richmond was, or was, or was that the uh, Grizzlies? That's um, the Reading Express. Okay, Reading Express.
4: So they beat us four times. We you know it is what it is, but you know we had opportunity to get to the playoffs. We didn't lose a couple games that we should have won, and we'd be on winning the playoffs. We play that team first, and we'd probably beat them.
3: All right. Well, we, we'll we'll continue to watch them as always. See what you do with this team in, a, in upcoming years. Build you a nice little dynasty over there. Uh, let's let's talk about some sports, man. Ken, what you got going on over there?
5: Oh man, you know, just over here, just getting ready for the come out that that way.
3: I say some more sports. Like we was already talking sports. Let's talk <laughs> some more sports. <laughs> we, was, uh, we was already talking sports. <laughs>
2: All right, it, wasn't that. it wasn't that funny. All right,
3: it wasn't that funny. Go, Ken. Oh, ah! <laughs> uh, trying to get out this way for the uh, yeah, Memorial yeah, Day, yeah. huh?
5: Yeah, I'll be out there on Friday.
3: You know what, man? I might I'm be in ready, a,
5: ready to get some golf
3: in. I think I'm gonna be in Atlanta. We, I think we always miss each other. I'm gonna be in Atlanta. I'm gonna have to go to Atlanta Friday morning, and coming back Sunday evening for the uh, football university stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah so no, yeah.
5: so you, but well, I'll be out there for nine days,
3: though. So I'm catching. Yeah, well, I'm, well, I'm coming in early Sunday, so you know, we. We'll get it in. Got to get a smudge out this way, see what's going on yes. for the, the mm-hmm. studio next week. I want, I want to film the uh, studio session next week, so All i right. talk, so I talk to I these people that's out fun. here. Got to get Coach B out here, but he's coming in June, I think.
4: Yeah, I'll be out there in June.
3: Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I'm
3: only four hours away, so. Four hours, that's a. you, you know. in L.A.? It
0: is,
3: yeah. It's about four hours.
0: Yeah. Who's driving?
3: Who's driving? Hey, I, I got. Well, hold on, I got there like in three and a half.
0: All star, when they had the all star game down there, I got there in like three hours for real.
4: Was vamping uh, out, so uh, you uh, out. I'll be there. I
0: mean, I hey, I was a professional bus driver, so you know, hey, it is what it is. I know how to drive. I know how to hit them straight. So
3: you wasn't. So, so you wasn't. <laughs> you wasn't drinking. That. You wasn't drinking at all then, huh?
0: No, I was not
3: drinking. Uh, did not
0: driving. We Got there in three and a half hours. Yeah. You <laughs> was on. I was just pushing way. that. I was it.
5: on the accelerator. That's, what I, that's the only juice I was on was the accelerator. <laughs> yeah, you was, you was on that we Talk about you did <laughs> that. Hey, yeah, I I'm from LA. I'm from LA. I'm not, I made that drive before. That's about six hours right there. All right, We're yeah, LA to Phoenix.
3: <laughs> What do I got to do with sports? Is Nothing.
5: All
0: that's porn. what I'm thinking. All-star, because I'm making all-star. That's sport. I, well, that's
3: driving could be a sport if you're racing like that. If you can get from uh, uh, L.A. to Arizona in three and a half hours, that's a sport. You need to be with uh, uh, Donika Patrick. There. You need
4: to be with Dale Earnhardt, racing for him.
3: Look here. Let me ask you guys a question. What? Dallas Mavericks. I know you watched some of that game. Dallas Mavericks are now 3-1 on the uh, Oklahoma Thunder. Right? Could you say the uh, Oklahoma Thunder choke or that being a young team, what you call those chokers? And I don't like to use that word too much because uh, I, I know those guys didn't come out there to play at a high level and then all of a sudden uh, choke. And you know the definition of choke. You know, it's a lot of pressure. The pressure you put on yourself, the pressure of the situation, uh, that changes you uh, from what you've been doing and what you normally do. Um, so with these guys choking, do you think the coach need to make a lineup? I, I know one lineup definitely – for sure that he needs to change, uh, and I'll let you guys go. And we we get it right. We go right into it right now before we go to break. Uh,
0: okay, I think they choked. I, I think they got anxious. They got too anxious. I mean, they was up by so many points, and then to lose, they did some Laker fa- plan. That's what they did because they. No reason why stink. they Should have lost that game. It's, no, they don't. There's no reason why OKC should have lost that game. No reason. They start making dumb mistakes. Come on, they had 26
3: turnovers. That's that's not a good thing. Come but, on. But see, the the bad part about those 26 tur- turnovers, the terrible part about it is that uh, James Harding, Kevin Durant, and uh, uh, Westbrook had 19 of them. 19 of your best players on the fi- on the court had 19 turnovers out of the 26. How could you? You can't win a game like that. You saw what okay. Dirk Nowitzki did uh, in the fourth quarter.
0: Wow. Oh, for, for 20. Man, Dirk came back. You got to give Dirk his
3: props. He's doing his thing. They want it. But, see, they want it. He wants it. I thought the way uh, the uh, Oklahoma Thunder played, they want it. Now, I'll get Rich's assessment on we got about three minutes to break. We also have uh, Alex in the studio. We're going to let him chime in on some of this stuff, too, uh, if we have a time in this first segment. But definitely from uh, two through four, he's going to be on the mic with us. Um, i get your assessment on the coach.
4: Well, you know, my thing is is – The difference between Oklahoma City and, uh, the Dallas Mavericks, number one, Dirk Nowitzki. You know, Kevin Durant at eight point, two for 11 field goals and one for six or three point field goals. I mean, Dirk went off of 40, I was in, that's in the fourth quarter. Dirk went off of 40 points in that game. You got Mm -hmm. veterans, you got guys with 10, 12 years experience on that Dallas Mavericks team that been to the finals before three years ago with Avery Johnson, 06, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so, it's all it is is about experience, and I think that simple fact because Dallas has more experience, OKC, the reason why OKC lost that game.
3: So it's a lack of experience and not choking. Uh, a lack like of
4: experience. A lack right. of experience, lack of that have, of that experience.
3: Yeah, I'm just using the word choke because I really don't like to use the word choke when you talk about some superior athletes. Those guys are on that team for a reason. Those guys are playing in the NBA for a reason. Uh, Ken, let me get your assessment on that. Ken is uh what is boss probably going to sit on his boss's lap again. Sitting on his boss's lap. Oh, come on now. Come
5: on now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that'd, that'd, be, that'd be coach on that on that chair with his son. <laughs> yeah, I, oh, no. I don't know what y'all be doing on that couch, though.
3: Ken, what you, Ken, what you, Ken, what you over there doing, man? you, you something <laughs> Hey, man, I got some things going on.
5: Come on now. Give me a break. Uh, hey, but... um. I Like I said, uh, this is the youngest team in the NBA. You talk about Oklahoma City Thunder. This team is the team that went uh, seven games in the first round last year with the Los Angeles Lakers. They didn't go to the uh, second round or third round last year. Last uh, year they first tasted the playoffs. This season, they had a chance to go to the finals, but do you really think this team was the team that was supposed to make it to the rest of the conference finals? Uh, when you look at other teams that should have been there, everybody was looking at Denver. Was a possible finals Western Conference finals team, even possible finals team uh, to make it. So you got to ask yourself: Did they just get lucky, or is this team is just really that good, or are they just a young team? In my experience, I think they're just a young team that just got lucky. Uh, they're not supposed to be here. They choke. They don't have no veteran leadership on that team that can. Uh, besides Kendrick Perkins, who uh, shouldn't really be knows. there. Yeah, you know. So, but that's they, they need more veterans on that team. Uh, I don't think this team was built for the finals uh, just yet. Will they be there later on in a few years? Yeah, but was it really their their time right now? No.
3: I I think uh, uh, Kevin Durant, the leading scorer in the NBA, uh, it's kind of hard for me to call a team lucky. Um, yeah, to, to be in a, to be in a playoffs or to get there, and you assemble that team for a reason. You assemble that team to get to that point. Mm-hmm. Um, now there's other teams that we like better than them. Like uh, we thought the Denver Nuggets without Carmelo, they went on a long streak of winning basketball games. But I, it'd be tough, hard press for me to call this team lucky when they got the number one scorer. And if Westbrook could stop t- trying to be Kevin Durant, if he'll mm-hmm. be a point guard first. And, and and what I said earlier, I will move him to number two. I will take the ball out of his hand because he's thinking to shoot first. He's not thinking to pass right. first. And as a point guard, get the ball to your leading score, the guy who got you to the playoffs. Now, we All talk right. about uh, other teams that's got in there. So I, I would agree with the youngness. I would agree with the lack of experience uh, that uh, Coach said, the youngness, Ken, that you mentioned. I would agree with that. Uh, but when you got a game, you close it out. I think the coach at that point takes over the game. You let, you allow the coach coming in and call certain plays, maybe slow it down. You had a 15-point lead at one point in the fourth quarter. Uh, so all they had to do was score one point more than you um, at the end of the game, and and they win, and they takes it into overtime. You get Dirk Nowitzki the ball, it's, it's lights out. It's lights out with that guy. Nobody can guard him out, but I think Collison, uh, Collison did a good, pretty good job on him uh, for a while. He did have four points in one of those quarters. Hey, we're going to take a break. This is the Quantum Lights of Sports. Sometime, Rich, we came from a- ATL. we got Samaj in L.A. We're going to come back, talk to Ila. Alex on some of that stuff. Ila.
2: Internet flagship station for sports, Voice of America Sports. Tired of the same mundane talk radio show, boring opinions, and people not knowing or telling the truth? Tune into The Sports Life with Josh and Otis. This show is brought to you by two men who know the good, the bad, and the ugly of professional sports. Josh and Otis's experience and careers in the NFL give them access to the inside information and a reason to have a candid opinion. Tune into the Voice America Sports Channel Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific. The Sports Life with Josh and Otis. It's more than sports talk.
1: It's a way of life.
2: flagship station for sports.:
5: Voice America Sports.
3: Arms. Welcome back to the Cor La Sports sometime Rich with can from the ATL. We got Samaj Kadir out in L.A. got in the studio, Alex, Alex, you want to chime in a little bit on that. We're going to real quickly finish this uh, Dallas Mavericks, Oklahoma Thunder situation out there. So you chime in on that? Yeah, um, the thing I thought was that they
6: were just were playing not to lose. And that's a recipe to lose. I mean, they're, yeah, they're young, but they've wrecked the league the whole year. You know, they've been in contention the whole year. They're, they're the new breed of basketball. So I don't necessarily think that they aren't supposed to be here. I think that they're, they're, they're the new wave. And, yeah, I mean, Kendrick Perkins has not been what they thought he was going to be. But, um, and also, Dirk, I mean, you can't guard him. I mean, he's, there's only one guy in the NBA. I'll give a Lakers shout-out here. Lamar Odom, I think, is the only guy that can actually guard him. Guard who? Dirk Nowitzki? Yeah. Okay. Because he he he's tall, he's long. Nobody plays basketball like Dirk does. Dirk, play Dirk, but Dirk,
3: Dirk plays for forty eight minutes. Mm-hmm. He plays for forty minutes. Lamar Odom doesn't play for 48 that's minutes. That's true. Well, and, and Lamar Odom, in my opinion, is not the best six man in the league. Uh, but that, but that that goes that that's a whole other subject. That's a whole other topic. But go ahead. You're uh, the best
4: six man in the league, huh?
3: No, no. Uh, Jason, <laughs> Jason Terry.
6: Yeah. No, I just think I mean Dirk Collison. Yeah, Collison bodied him up, and finally, after he started to get his uh. Started to not go for his up fakes. you know they shut him down in the third quarter, but Dirk makes shots that nobody can guard and it's it's impossible to guard him in the fourth quarter as you could see
3: last night right I, I would say that he shut him down at third, of course he did have four points uh but you got a superstar in Navisky, Dirk Nowitzki, uh, where he his other team he got superstars around him, he got role players around him uh we watched Sean Marion come into his own in third game. Uh, oh, second and third game, he played well. Helped him out. You got to have a, a factor, a common factor uh, out there on the court that nobody's expecting. And I want to get later into that. And I think Bosh was that guy in in um, in Miami. But we'll talk that down the road. Um, you guys want to finish up on this? I don't. I don't know what the new breed is. I don't see teams make having a recipe uh, to be like the Oklahoma Thunder. If anything, it's going to be like the. Uh, the Lakers is going to be like the uh, Miami Heat. It's going to be like the Celtics. Uh, these guys, I, I, these guys, uh, the Oklahoma Thunders, have some great young talent. They go out there and can run you run. Your and depth. one of them led the league in scoring the past two years. So it's yeah. like, you know, yeah. you got Westbrook is 22.
6: I mean, Durant's 23 or 24. Yeah. What I meant by new breed is this young, crazy talent that comes yeah. in. And, yeah, veterans obviously will, you know, always have, have more experience and everything. But I really think that. Durant's going to be here to stay. OKC's—you haven't heard the last of them. Yeah, I think the uh, right. coaches
0: coach
3: that fault with that. Go ahead, Samaj.
0: Yeah, I think I think that they're they're a good team. You know, I think they just need a little more structure, but I think they they really can last. And I wouldn't—I'm—I'm I'm be honest. It would be nice to see them win the series for me. I I like uh, the underdogs to win. So I mean, I'm rooting for them. I'm all day long. I'm rooting for them. But um, I got to ask y'all a question. I know y'all got kids. Do, Rich, do you have children?
3: No, no, Rich and I, kid, oh going go do it. To y'all are
0: familiar with the DuckTales, though. y'all remember that cartoon,
3: the DuckTales. Mm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Alex did. Alex, twenty six. Oh, yeah, Alex, twenty seven.
0: Listen, <laughs> is it just me or does Russell Westbrook remind y'all of one of them DuckTales? Because I, it's just something about how he does this thing with his lips, and I'm like, I was looking at him last night. Well,
3: I ain't, before. I won't looking at his lips like that. <laughs> but I, will t- t- I, tell you this. <laughs> I'm tired of that dumb look on his face. He has that dumb look on his face. He's so talented, but he, he does look like one of the Ducktail characters. But he's I so, love it
0: though. He's so I mean, I talented. Know, yeah, he's talented, but he does remind me like of the DuckTales. I'm not. It's not a bad thing. It's kind of cute.
3: Yeah, that's the coach's fault. Anything uh, coaching you know, can. <laughs> no, I'm good. In hey, let me get you guys. Um, l- look, Kobe Bryant. Uh, y'all Lakers lovers, uh, Kobe Bryant and uh, Noah for the uh, Chicago Bulls made a, uh, some uh, homophobic slurs. Uh, Kobe was fined 100000 uh Noah was fined $50,000. What, what, what is the precedence in those two uh, fines? Because Kobe is Kobe or Kobe said it to the ref or Noah is Noah and he said it to a fan. Where, where Where's the line? Where's, what's the difference in it? The word that was said, it was said regardless of who you say it to, it was said. So what are they basing these fines off of these numbers in your guys' opinion?
5: Well, well um, my, I was
4: I – well,
3: uh, let, let, let Coach go. Coach. Okay, I'm sorry.
4: Well, my, my, my thought process is, you know, you already slapped Kobe on the hand a couple weeks ago for doing it, so why would anybody else do it? But I agree. But the advocate to the whole situation is, is society now is looking at themselves in the mirror, talking about it's not fair to say this, it's not fair to say this. Everyone, and I repeat, everyone – that was a child said the exact same words to their friends or whoever in class or whatever was said and all of a sudden now because society and people are so sensitive about this and sensitive about that is the reason why it's such a big thing and if the and if tv would stop putting the camera on people
5: mm-hmm.
4: when they have suspect things going on or whatever then we want to have this problem
3: we wouldn't know they I said think it. the
4: TV media, the, the TV channels, sometimes they need to just scatter people's faces. I,
3: right. I agree with that. And I'm going to come to Ken. Uh, and, and, Rich, you made a you made a point uh, to say everyone's probably had said something like that. No, they said it. ain't no not like it to it. I wouldn't say everyone. But come on, I, A majority, I'm, I'm I'm trying to make a point if you let me get my words out. <laughs> 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 but you know what? the Wait, the, the um, I can, I can say... When I was younger I said it uh before, but not in this tent and I get to and Ken, you can hit me right after this. Not to this point where I thought you were one or I thought you was that guy or those was your tendencies, those was your preferences. I think when words are used like that, uh, and I know a lot of you guys could attest to this, is to uh degrade you, is to demoralize you, uh not to say you are that person or you are you have that uh tendency or you have that preference. Um uh, so I think when these guys say this, it's out of frustration and it's to demoralize somebody. Uh, either way, the word shouldn't be used, the word, uh, especially in, 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 when Kobe was using it and he got 100000 then that should be the bar for everybody else. Like Noah, he got 50000 There's no way he should have got $50,000 regardless who you say it to. We're talking about the word, not who you say it to, a referee or a fan. Kobe was $100,000, then Noah should have been 150000 in my opinion. C- Contraction, it's not contract have no bearing on like Kobe's making twenty thousand, twenty million this year. Noah's probably making three million this year. So you
4: making you making twenty million, a hundred thousand is like having a, a, a Benjamin Franklin in your pocket.
3: And then, well, go the ahead, I Ken. Go ahead, Ken. I'm sorry. Go, ahead, I'm, I'm gonna let Ken go because I don't think the money how much you make should have a preference on uh, your fine. The word was said. And somebody mm-hmm. said it before you, so you should know better. It's a whole lot of things like that and in the NFL. Okay, I'll fine you for this. You know the next guy going to get fined more. Go ahead, Ken. Yeah.
5: Um, I think the the, uh, Simard, the, league, the league is looking too much at this as uh, a business aspect of it, that the official is uh, official of the game, a uh, representative of the NBA front office, uh, and that's why Kobe's fine was heavier than Noah's, but I don't agree with that whatsoever. Uh, the fine came out of frustration on both players. It ain't like they just randomly just called the official or that fan uh something just to be saned because that's what they are. No, they sit out of frustration, and as we know as kids growing up, and I know uh, all of us probably have grown up as kids, they probably called other friends growing up when we were kids uh, that were before, but it was pretty much just really – uh, just out of frustration, or or if you were just really just playing, but yeah. for them to to say I'm a ju- I'm a fine jack ju- Noah fifty thousand less than Kobe for the exact same um, a word. And also because they're both out of frustration, I think that was unfair. That was unjust. I think the NBA really dropped the ball on this one. Um, They're pretty much saying it's okay for you to say it, but uh, I'm going to hold you to a different standard because Kobe Bryant is uh, the face of one of the top faces of the NBA uh, versus Doc Noah, who's pretty much a mid-average guy. So I think the NBA really got it wrong. They need to set – uh, standards on these fines. If you say this out of frustration, this is what it is. Nothing less, nothing more.
3: Yeah, I agree with that. I'm going to come to Samaj, and then we're going to hit Alex. we got four minutes to break. I agree with that. Um, a lot of these guys, if you say it in frustration, then it's in your vocabulary. You, you said it before. You you don't have to get mad or upset to say it. You can joke around with your friends and say it uh, just messing around. I, I don't think just out of frustration it comes out. Uh, again, I don't, I'm not saying if I call you that that I think that's what you are. Uh I'm saying that sometimes those words used just to clown and uh not saying anything against any other uh genre or society or or, or people for that matter. Uh, but but I think the fine itself should have been a lot higher than that once Kobe said it we talking about the word not who has this money or who's who in the lead. Cause
0: Okay, a lot of people say things uh uh when they're um angry. You know what I'm saying? It's like um I mean, he they hurt him at that time, so he's trying to say something else to hurt them. Now, as far as Kobe and and this guy goes, um, I believe from my understanding that Kobe was fined so much because not only did he say something to a fan, but he had some verbal abuse towards one of the officials. So that's why his payment was a little bit higher than this guy's payment.
3: So they got Kobe for a two for one. The right, exactly.
0: The- he got a two for.
3: Yeah, for Not the, only
0: did he insult a fan, he also was verbally um, abusing an official. So that's why the payment, differ. there's a payment differentiation. You well, know what I'm saying? So it's like, you, you,
3: I mean, well, what can you Well, Ken makes a good point about the uh, business part of it because you can see right after Kobe did it, and I think exactly after Noah did it, there was commercials. There was basketball commercials, Grant Harris and those guys, um, uh, trash talking on the basketball court and then one guy say yeah. you this and he said don't use that to say you're sorry or you're dumb or whatever uh, right. So that is really trying to get a public service now it's Trying to get the uh, the message out that we're not going to tolerate that Alex you got a little bit on this
6: Yeah, um, I think Joe Kims was was uh, Was less because he was saying it in retaliation somebody said something to him first and stands and it was a fan Also, I think the combination of that if you disrespect a ref at all you're going to get a higher punishment right. I think it's just because it's part of the game now, if you're, I, I was going back and forth on this, but if you're gonna make, if you're gonna make a point, suspend the first person that says it. Don't, because what well, well, one of you guys said was about the money. Kobe, hundred grand is nothing to him,
3: so all make right. him sit. Well, then what you, how, what do a hundred grand is nothing to Kobe, but what do you say to those fans who don't have a hundred grand that's coming to the stadium? I think the fans should be uh, uh, disciplined for that. Those right there, you can come it's out. Heck, people, heckling, p- people heckling yell heckling. stuff all the time though. Right. But you you can't. Like, let this guy play his game. I Coming in heckling is part of the game. I agree with mm-hmm. that 100%. Sometimes it motivates you, but uh, these guys are professional. They should have a calmer head sure. to say uh, – to either ignore it. And they shouldn't even – sometimes – I know I play in games. I don't even hear the fans until it's all over with. So you can finish up your statement. Yeah, you no, a I mean, talk to LeBron and Kobe about fans yelling stuff for them.
6: I'm sure they have something to say. But, yeah, they do have calmer heads. You know, it, it motivates them. But, him, they were losing. They were on the road. It's just – I mean – who knows? I mean, people I can, lose their head. You if know? I can
3: get in a guy's head, I will. Yeah. I, I played against guys, and you guys um, played against people. We're around people where if they can get in your head, they can. Then, then obviously you're, I, I want to say a weaker person or mentally weaker, not just as mentally you're weaker. you weaker. You can't calm your head. You can't play with a calm mind. You can't block out the nonsense that's around you when you have a job or a task at hand. I, I think... Anytime I can get in your head, I'm going to get in your head. I may say something jokingly and walk away from you. Uh, it was not going to be a derogatory comment. It's just going to be something that I know that bothers you. If I know that bothers you, you think that's the last time them fans go heckling when they know he's crazy? It's going to be worse. It's going to be worse. They're going to get him every time.
6: No, I mean, that's the whole thing about playing on the road. That, yeah. That's just all part of it. Right.
3: Hmm. All right, well, we're going to take a break, man. We're going to come back. We got a minute with Ken today. Uh, pretty oh, yeah. good. Pretty good minute with Cam. We're coming back on the third segment. We'll do that. Kwame lots of Sports sometime. Rich with Cam from the ATL. We got Samaj Kadir in hey. LA. Hey. Hollywood. Hollywood. <laughs> Alex in the studio. You better not.
2: internet flagship station for sports, Voice of America Sports.
1: The job of a professional athlete is never complete.
2: time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for
3: sports.
5: Voice America Sports.
3: Come back to the Quarman Sports. Sometimes Rich, and I mean sometimes, Rich is gone. He's here to take care of something, and I put that in quotation. I'm on radio, you can't see me. But we got Ken from the ATS, Samaj Kadir in L.A., got Alex in the studio. Uh, We got a minute with Ken. That was always good. If you listen to the show, which I know you do, uh, Ken is on the air, so it's more male listeners right now. Uh, We got a minute with Ken. Yeah. And you
5: know what? I had a minute with Ken. That's what's set for the day on this whole uh Lance Armstrong situation, but I want to get into something else that recently just came up. I want to talk about this Bobby Benelli and the New York Mets. The New York Mets, whose cash dropped already, who's bleeding $70 million in losses right now, got caught up in the Bernie Madoff scandal. This oh. is how Will Pond can, can lose this franchise. They have the nerves to sign Bobby Bonilla, at the time, who was an okay baseball player back in 1992, uh, to a huge contract that was paid him $5.9 million a year. Well, they cut... The losses with him after 1995 and try to bring him back in 1999 when they realized they couldn't dump his salary off on nobody. So guess what? They deferred it. They deferred it to pay him $5.9 million in 2008. But guess what? Because of the Bernie Madoff scandal, they weren't able to pay this money. So since 1995, they've been uh, paying an interest rate of 8%. Now that balloon payment has jumped up to $30 million that they have to pay this man, and just came up an agreement to pay um, Bobby Bonilla, $1.2 million for the next 25 years. This man has been out of baseball since 1999. And guess what? The Baltimore Orioles is already in the same situations with Bobby Bonilla, who's paying him a half a million dollars a year to 2015. When we're talking about somebody that's getting raped, you got to look at the New York Mets. Jeff Wilpon, I don't know what you're doing over there, but it's time to sell this team and stop abusing the fans. The fans don't deserve this. you got three superstars on that team that you cannot even afford to resign. They're not even playing all that great. You've got uh, David Wright, who's on, the, on there, who's probably the best player on there, but you need to trade him just so he can recoup some of this money if you ever want to keep your team. Uh, I want to get you guys' opinion on, should the baseball buzz here like he just did with the L.A. Dodgers, intervene and step in and do exactly what he did with the L.A. Dodgers on it to McCourts with Will Pond, or this is just his buddy he's looking out for, but seize control of this team, sell the team before it goes down the drain and goes into bankruptcy.
3: I say I, I say buddy or not, silly's he's, he's supposed to step in and, and take control of this because you, you've already committed a uh you're you've already committed a fraction when you was with the made situation. You was using uh money and loaning money to make them more money. Now you can say that business, but you got you dealing with people as you mentioned, Ken, Bobby Vanillion. they gotta pay this guy two point something for twenty years, which is crazy. And then you come out and make these comments, uh uh of course you can and of course you will make these comments. When you know you don't, you're not gonna have the money to pay these guys. Carlos Beltran, you got a Jose Reyes, uh, David Wright. You got these guys on your roster. Uh, you're gonna get hurt in a professional sports. You're gonna um, you're gonna have some issues where people don't think you can play because you've always played at a high level. So once you do get hurt and you can't make one or two games, they say, "Oh, well, this guy's milking." I don't know any professional athlete. That's, that that want to get a contract or have an upcoming uh, contract year that's going to stay hurt, uh, right. and he tell him um, my, my my issue with uh, uh Jeff Wilpon is that uh, I wouldn't want to play for this guy. There there's owners and there's uh, chief executive officers and there's there's those guys who just never played the game that don't understand what these guys uh, go through. Are you there's some guys that do play for money. But at the end of the day, you want to win a world championship. You want to win a World Series. You want to you want to play for that ring. That's something they can't take from you. Uh, something that's that's yours. You can put up in that case and say, "We did this as a team." You ain't make money as a team. You're looking for individual status now. When you're trying to get these hundred and sixty-five A-Rod million dollars money, uh, and I think um, it's, the New York Mets has always been the sister to the New York Yankees. So whatever whatever news he can get into that. Uh, and, and publicize his team, but I think Sealy needs to step in and handle the situation ASAP. Samar, you got anything on that? Or oh, can we go to Alex? No. Alex? No, you can go to Alex. <laughs> yeah, um,
6: they've been in a free fall ever since they became one of the top uh, bankrolls in the one of the top payrolls in the major leagues. You know, they they signed Beltron and David Wright and K Rod for that obscene amount of money, and he never amounted to much after the first year. Um, no, uh, publicity is publicity, but not when it's like this. Like. Uh, I think that whatever they have to do to get this out of the papers and out of as fast as possible is what they got to do, and I think
3: that's getting Bud Selig in there and, and rummaging around and making it right. Yeah, he he definitely has to step up right now because uh, what they did with the Dodgers is the same thing. You're talking about a guy who had $30 million homes uh, using other money for some situation. I don't know who. I don't know. Unless you're a king and you have a, a, a castle or something, what you need a $30 million home for? You can find that know. same home for $5 million. Mm-hmm.
5: I just think Bud Selig has really had it after the McCourts ever since they were back in Boston. Um, I don't, I don't. I really, you know, Bud Selig is really good friends with Pond. I think he's showing special favors right now, and it's not in the best interest of the league right now because Frank McCourt had a deal to broadcast the Dodgers on a Fox network out there, sign them to a nice, huge deal. He could have got the money to make payroll, but Bud Selig stepped in and vetoed that that deal. That was the easy fix. Wilpon is seventy million dollars in the hole right now that 's more than thirty million dollars that uh, the dodgers uh, that that the dodgers uh, uh, who' their Murdoch was going to give them McCourts to keep to make his payroll and then you talking about you got thirty million dollars tied into Bobby Benilla, who was only really due five point nine million back in nineteen ninety nine, the last time they had him on the team. But because you didn't pay him decided to defer it at eight percent over the year, that point 4- nine ballooned up to thirty million dollars and now you gotta pay this man one point two million dollars for the next twenty five years. That's ridiculous. Bud Phoenix is showing very special favors on this situation because his friend is, uh, Jeff Wilpon and not looking at the legal aspect of it is that the Bernie Madoff victims are, had just won that case. They're going to get all this money back, billions of dollars. They're going to be in the New York, uh, Mets pockets after this, uh, this settlement comes to light. And this Wilpon, he's going to lose this team. Period.
3: Well, yeah, definitely. If he doesn't lose his team, then silly should not no longer be the commissioner. Uh, you just can't do. You can't play favoritism when that out, when that type of information, those that resource, and those numbers are out like that. Uh, there's no more favoritism. You got to tell your friend, this is what I got to do. Uh, it, 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 this is not personal and it's business. Uh, other than that, he goes down with uh, uh, Will Pond. He goes down with the Mets organization because when you're paying guys for over 70 years, I mean 20 years. Uh, on a contract when you could have gave him 5 million already 5 million in major league sports is nothing let me tell you it's a lot of money out there in, in the streets there's a lot of money outside of the business but 5 million in major in a major league sports is not is nothing you can pay that guy that that today right now
5: that's not even really i mean the the, 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 the an okay player makes more than 5 6 million right okay and, and the average right now people are making anywhere from what 8 to 15 million now and then you had a chance to get rid of this guy's contract at $5.9 million back in 1999, and you didn't. You deferred it, and now it went up to 8%. Now you got to give him $30 million. Now you, to, you don't even got the money to pay the $30 million up front just to get rid of this guy away from this organization, period. Now you're going to end up losing the team and dump the team off of somebody else and make them responsible for that $1.2 million every year for the next 25 years.
3: Yeah. But well, it's it's an unfortunate situation. Uh, we we uh, always good a minute with Kim, man. Every time uh you know you come through with the right information, come through with some informative stuff um okay. to spark to spark your mind. We'll close that out uh, unless Samajah Alex have anything to say about it. No,
6: Final I don't
3: words. Do Let me get you guys' opinion on this. Uh, the crime rate will go up if the NFL season is not played. This was a statement made by Ray Lewis. Uh, do you guys have any? Any opinion or, or anything to say about that or would you agree about that? A crime I rate, that. And, and I think what he means is that uh, those people who's working for nothing that works in those stadiums and works okay. in the mm-hmm. arena, uh, those people right there are going to be out of jobs. Uh, football is an all-year-round thing. So uh, football is not going on, but they may take a month or two off in them stadiums, but they right back at work as soon as it shut down to get things ready for uh, preseason, uh, they also do, do a um, you know different events in there. But in football, most fo- football is these guys' lives. I I know when uh, Brian Dawkins got traded uh, to, or uh, when he was allowed to go to Denver, uh, a, a, a guy made a comment that works for the organization of Philly. and He just works in the stadium. Said that was a stupid move. to Let him trade it. They fired this guy. This these guys are passionate about the game of football. So when Ray Lewis say something like the crime rate do the research to the crime rate or the season not being played and the crime rate going up and down uh i think it's i think he is valid in some ways uh, what can happen do you want to I say think, something i think
0: he, i think he can with with that statement i think he's adding fuel to the fire honestly um uh, it it i know a lot of people will be out of jobs you know what i'm saying i mean you know and and that's not a good thing and some people will get thirsty and and rob and kill for whatever um, they, they whatever they have to do, but I don't know. I, I can't say if it's, it's not if football's not gonna be around, I'm not gonna agree with that that the crime rate rate will go all the way up like that. No. I can't I can't
5: if agree there, with that. If the crime rate does to. go up yeah. If the crime rate does go up, I don't think it's gonna be more so uh you know, you talk about fans and normal everyday working people. I think the crime rate amongst players might go up now. I think we're going to right. start seeing a lot more people on my do you know who I am list that I'm going to be calling okay. out. Because these guys, right. the football players, are going to be the ones getting in trouble more because guess what? They're going to be out of the job. They're going to be bumping around back at home, riding around in their hood because they don't know how to right. stay away from the street, stay away from the hood. You're how club. many guy's. How many guys this season already has been getting into trouble? You got one guy uh, indicted on attempted murder already. You got another guy who got, who's getting carjacked back to his hometown. I think we got about two players, uh, who's probably two superstar, former first round draft picks who might not even see the field regardless of what happens, uh, this season at all. So I think we're going to see a lot of players getting in trouble that just, uh, not going to have anything better else to do but go back home, their hometowns, hang around the wrong group of crowds.
3: Yeah, right. and uh, I agree with that because we talk uh, we talk on this show all the time about do you, do you know who I am type guys and uh and, and and those guys are gonna be the ones football guys players are most of them for the uh, some of them for the uh, most part are pretty much idiots in my opinion they do things they don't have to do uh, so I think it's gonna crime rate goes up it may be because of those guys that can't mention as well Alex yeah you took the words right out of my mouth. Um, I don't know if the Bengals will even have
6: a team after if if they don't lock out. <laughs> you know they they don't got they got some problems on you that talk team. About
0: the Bengals now, you talk about
6: my I'm from Ohio now. Don't be messing with the Bengals. Okay, fair enough. No, that's just, not fair enough. <laughs> you can talk about the Bengals. <laughs> Bengals is a Bengals <laughs> Pac- and yeah, Pac- <laughs> Man Jones, he might be in trouble. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. might be in trouble. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I I I think that I mean it's a fairly ridiculous statement, but you know Ray Lewis is known for putting his putting his voice out there.
3: Um, I still think there's going to be a season, so I think it's going to be pointless anyways. But. Well, it's going to be a season. The reason why we're in a lockout, and we got about 45 seconds uh, till the last segment, the reason why there's a lockout because there's lawyers involved. You know, if, if you want to talk in front of the TVs, okay, we can drag this on for, for months. We can drag this on for uh, days. It's been like 75 days already. I think it's all business. We had the draft so we could say we had the draft, and then the lockout went back on. You uplift the draft to have the, uh, I mean, the lockout to have the draft. Then you put it back on. It's all business. It's all a show. Uh, When you got these lawyers involved, these lawyers can only perform in court. They can't perform on TV. Any of us can talk about what we want or what should be done in front of a camera. But when you get in front of that judge and that jury, uh, that's when they show out. That's when they their craft comes into play. So if 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 so many lawyers weren't involved, I think baseball had the right formula. Their lawyers work for the players. Their lawyers didn't work for the owners. Uh, They didn't work for the union. Uh, and they got they got deals done. Um, football players, we have too many guys that played the game in positions to just look out for themselves in my opinion. Um and we we'll come back with a full second. We I did say we had forty five seconds. Hey for this our
0: listeners though, Kwame could you uh explain what lockout means? Yeah, we come, come back and do know.
3: that. Yeah, definitely. loves to Support okay. Sometime Rich with Ken from the ATL Samaj Kadir in LA. Who's from Ohio? The only
0: state. Now in my younger days, I used to forty cents when I went to school. I carried life in the bag.
6: The opening kickoff is a beauty.
2: Your internet flagship station for sports.
3: Voice of America Sports. Arms. Welcome back to the Stormlight Sports I think that player hit a key and dropped off. You he didn't hit a segment of my voice. Hey, we're back on another show. The uh, last segment, uh, we were talking about the lockout, actually, and uh, lockout, uh, these owners locking the players out. Uh, to perform in their duties, and then, and in this case, um, there's ten uh, there's ten reasons the owners aren't a lockout to win for the NFL. But in this case, um, they're locking them out. Players are suing. Um, they're not allowing these guys to work. The owners are not allowing these guys to come into the building or do anything football related that's organized. Coaches can't be involved with the players. Uh, so this lockout is really a, a huge financial deal. Uh, NFL, a lot of people don't know, is a nonprofit organization. So you got a nonprofit organization, you don't really have to open up your books to anybody. Uh, but when the players are on the field, making, taking all these fines, and 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 making the game what it is, uh, you can go back to when the game first started. Those guys made the game what it is. You got to go back to the '60s, '70s. Those guys made the game what it is. Football, and these guys wear helmets. Still one of the most the most popular sport out there today that's being played. uh, You may like basketball, huge fan of basketball, baseball, uh, golf, uh, but when you talk about football, uh, there's some countries that don't even have football teams that watch football. So, and and the lockout is to um, keep those players from working, keep the, uh, um, really what the players wanna do is get that, uh, get those numbers together. How much are the uh, owners making financially? Everybody's looking for security blankets, so uh and that's what the situation is. Again, I said before we went off the air, that the uh there's too many lawyers involved. You can't have a bunch of lawyers that don't have anything to do with football. They've doing their job, but they uh they can't perform until they get into that courtroom. So I think that's the issue. But the lockout is the owner's locking the players out from doing uh from doing their jobs. So it's a work stoppage right now and uh it's all about money. It's all about to see how much they Owners can make right now I mean how much the owners right. have Have been making off of us and not, and not publicizing Because if you every year you can look into the USA, USA Today paper And you can find out the Everybody's That's on anybody's roster Contract But you don't see the owner's contract You don't see how much they make We can see, the, we can see those numbers out there Like gate tickets, ticket sales You can see uh, concession stand sales You can see the TV revenues You can see that money But if that's what you can see, imagine what you're not seeing. You're talking about billions of dollars now. Right. You're talking about billions of dollars that uh, uh, are $10, $12 billion uh, that the players, it's not even split up uh, equally. So the players, uh, and rightfully so, want to know what's what. What are the numbers so we can negotiate? Mm -hmm.
0: Because they're making money. The owners are making a pretty penny, I'm
3: sure. Yeah, they make it. There's every team's worth a billion dollars or more. Mm-hmm. Even the sorry teams like Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I'm saying, no, never no, should have said anything. And <laughs> I say, no. no, I'm being serious. Cause in Cincinnati, man, they won't pay anybody. You, you talking about the owner, uh, the owner says he, he's not going to deal. He's, he's just a stickler for what he believes in. The owner is not going to deal. Carson Palmer. problem. Palmer Palmer would rather retire than play for that guy again. Um, but there's teams that can use him. If you're not gonna use him, he's just he's just adamant about. If you're not gonna play for us, you're not gonna play for anybody. If you're not gonna use him, then deal him, get some drop yeah. picks for him. But he's just not gonna do that.
5: Yeah, I mean that. That's why you look at he he drafted somebody like A.J. Green to, to to bring in the type of players to to make this guy want to stay. If they if they would have drafted A.J. Green in the first round this year, Carson Palmer definitely would have been pushing for a trade or would have retired because I don't think he was really sold on uh, the T.O. and Chad single show. That's exactly what it was, a, show, okay. a, a okay. show, a reality show on the football field. Parson Farmer's okay. is a competitor. This guy came from USC.
3: Uh, he, he wants oh, to win. Oh, my
5: goodness. He wants to win. So when you got uh, that can, them kind of antics that's coming on the football field like that, and nobody's not really serious about winning a uh, NFL championship this year, uh, I I, hey, I feel the same way Carson Bomber would. Trade me, or I'll retire. I'll retire. You know, shut out a year and go play with somebody else the next year after that.
3: Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't agree with the To and Ocho Cinco thing. They was the Batman and Robin case, but the. At the end of the day, I thought Carlson Palmer allowed that to happen. He's the quarterback. He's the face of that team, regardless of what T.O. did for five other teams, regardless of what uh, Ocho Cinco did uh, on the off-field, what he does on the off-field, off-season, off off the field. Carlson Palmer's the face of that team. He pulls them together and says, guys, this is how it's going to get done. I looked at those guys playing. I watched them quit. I I watched them quit. Even though uh, T.O. Terrell Owens had some good numbers, he had some excellent numbers. If he wouldn't have hurt, he would have went to the Pro Bowl. Uh, in my opinion, coming off that sorry, that, that team. Uh, but but, but, uh, but I, I I think the owner, I mean, I mean the coach, the head coach, and Carson Palmer didn't have a, a, a solidified relationship to go talk to those guys. I think they just showed up in practice and let them do what they wanted to do. And I, and, and that's why it's a debacle. That's why A.J. Green is not, really not a factor to Carson Palmer. He just won out, Alex.
6: It would have been interesting if T.O. never came to Cincinnati because they – Whatever core that there was, he messes up any core that any team ever has. You know, it's just he's got his—he's a diva. You know, yeah, he can catch well. He draws more passes than anybody in the NFL. You know, he's fast. He's whatever thirty-six. He's—he's he's getting up there. But I, it would have been interesting to see because I mean, yeah, Carson. You know, he's—he's he's the silent leader. And but I mean, he—he he didn't play all that well this year either. I, I just don't it's
3: distractions. I, the distractions, in my opinion, and I can't say that he didn't buy into that show. Yeah, uh, those guys, but uh, he didn't play well. In my opinion, because of the distractions they had. Yeah,
6: I mean you just can't you can't have the two biggest egos in the NFL on the same field, right? P- lining up, lining up opposite and each other, and pretending to be friends, right. When they really want the light on that, one, one of those. And ones. I love that reality show comment. That was exactly that's exactly what it is. That was a good one. It's exactly what
3: it is. Samaj, so what's up? Well, so they are not really friends
0: for real? Well, <laughs> no.
3: Well, both of uh, both of those guys, both of those guys, uh, they want to be the guy on that team. Right, they well,
0: I want to take out a life.
3: So, of course, they. I, I think they are friends, but I think you put on that facade that uh, it's okay if you got the ball ten times. I, Chad Ochocinco was not happy when he had that when, uh Terrell Owens caught the ball twelve times and put up like two hundred and fifty yards. He wasn't happy about that. That's his team. It's the same way. Took
0: away from his shine.
3: Took away Mm -hmm. from his team. He's the team guy. He want to be the face. And in my opinion, I think Carson Palmer should be the face. But he doesn't have enough vocal. uh, He doesn't vocal himself enough. Vocalize himself enough to go talk to the uh, owner. Go talk to the uh, head coach. uh, Or even better, go talk to those two guys. Say whatever you guys are doing, off the field or this and that. When you get on the field, this is my show. This, y'all reality show is off the field. When y'all get on the field, this is my show. I don't think he had enough to do that. Uh, and, that and that's why uh, A.J. Green is not going to be enough to keep him there. I, uh, and everybody knows the owners. It's been, I was hoping I'd never go to the Cincinnati Bengals because of the owner. They don't pay anybody. It was like Denver Broncos. They don't pay anybody. The only person they played was John Elway at, at one point for probably it's about fair, five, five or ten years. Alright, we got about a minute and a half. Uh, I'm gonna get Ken's opinion on Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods is on crutches right now, but he said he'll be ready for the Open. He's on crutches right now. Hey, he's coming back to early in these tournaments just to prove the. I don't even think he's proven to them, but his obligations like the player, the PGA, the players uh, tournament, uh, which he should have never played in, and these obligations that he set forth for himself. Now he's out of the top. Now he's out of the top ten. Just sad. Just a sad
0: yeah. day in golf.
5: Yeah, Tiger Woods has fallen out of the top ten for the first time in ages, probably in the last week, uh, since he first came into this sport. Um, Tiger Woods has fallen from grace. Uh, we talked about this right after the divorce. I specifically said, I don't think Tiger Woods is going to win another tournament for a while. Uh, people like Coach Britt was sitting there saying, oh, Tiger will be Tiger. No, nothing to worry about. No, it is something to worry about because golf is mental. And I'm sure, Kwame, uh, you play in all kinds of tournaments. You know, once you got some serious distractions on your mind, it's hard to go out there and just focus on playing your best golf game. Tiger Woods pl- uh, played second in one tournament, one Open, one major since the divorce. And ever since then, he hasn't won a single tournament after this divorce, and now you, you, you're adding injuries on top of that. Tiger wood rushed, rushed it. He, he rushed to try to come back uh, to the game. Uh, he wasn't in shape. Uh, you remember seeing pictures of this man. Uh, he was overweight when he was going through the uh, what was it the sex clinic down in Mississippi, uh, which was a joke.
3: You <laughs> uh, can, can You got. Can, can,
5: for, you, know, you got fifteen you know, seconds. And,
3: and knee fifteen seconds, can?
5: <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's what accounted for his knee problems right there. Um, but uh, John will come back from this injury. Um, he's rushing it. Uh, you can't push off the legs. Um, I, I really think Tiger Woods never going
3: to be the same again. He's never going to be the same again. So what yeah. I think he has to do, and we 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 done with the show. But I think he has to revamp his game to find another way to win. Because you got forty five year old guys still competing on the PGA tour. I think Tiger Woods still can get it done. He's got to be able to putt again. Yeah, he's gonna be, he's <laughs> gonna be able to putt again because he's not be thinking too much. All right, man. That's the end of our show, man. I appreciate you guys coming on. Thanks, Alex, for uh, uh, stopping by. Thank you. Hey, this is the Karmelites of Sports. Sometime Rich with from the ATL with K- Samaj Kadir in L. A. Okay. Hey, yeah. check us out. Check out the fan page. Ken does a great job on the fan page. Small at some point, going to start blogging. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week.
2: Thanks for tuning in this week. Come back next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.